everyone. Welcome to uh, this wonderful edition of Gale Boys, our Valentine's Day slash Black History Month episode, uh. which... Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if this, I mean, in some ways, what we're about to talk about does kind of fall into both those categories, but we'll get to that when we get to it. But we're joined, uh, as always, by Jordan, and we have a special guest today. Uh, if you've heard our first episode, you know this man's voice. His name is Snell. Uh, how, are you? Hello. how are we doing? How are you doing? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know, I've been better. I've been worse. I think that's everyone right now. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we've uh, we've got a quite a quite an exciting uh, episode to go over. Um, but uh, first things first. Uh, really, the only news item I find that really on any interest in talking about is the Trump DeSantis feud that is uh, currently uh, exploding. Oh, Critical support for God Emperor Trump. I, I am. Yeah, he is. He is the way <laughs> to evils here, really. He's the less confident of the two evils, which is always a good thing. Yeah, I, I will say this. This is the point in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein where the doctor realizes he created a monster, and that's the GOP <laughs> right now. <laughs> this is that point. We're at that point in the story, and uh, depends on uh, how far we – because I am very – we're not a, a pro-Trump podcast, but we – we have a weird admiration for him here because, <laughs> look, the man understands better than anyone. You got to go away to come back because uh, he has been on a roll the last couple of weeks. I don't know if anyone watched that funeral he went to for those two oh, MAGA man. influencers. Wait, what? Oh, you don't know about this. Okay, so. I didn't see that. <laughs> okay, so I, I will. Oh, snail, sit the fuck up. I got a story for you. So, um, okay. So yeah, this... you know who fucking uh, Diamond and Silk are? The two like epic uh, like black influencers that hung around Trump for like four years. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, like one of them, uh, one of them got compromised by the deep state, and Trump went to a funeral, and like the footage <laughs> of it is just as perfect as like top. Trump. Oh no, no! One of the, 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 the what happened was so I, I can't. I think it's Silk who's the one who's still alive. She goes up and it's like. Donald Trump. Wait, it was them? Yes. No way. <laughs> yes, Diamond is dead. Yes. <laughs> That's only kind of funny. No, 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 no. We haven't even got to why it's funny. So, um, yeah, she died, which is unfortunate. But so at the funeral, Silk is basically talking about like, you know, Trump treats us like family. We're like Don Jr. in his house. And then Trump comes up. <laughs> And right out of the gate, he's like, you know, they told me this funeral was going to be like 30 minutes, and I've been here for an hour, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets worse. And it gets worse, because then he goes, well, I knew Diamond. I don't know who this silk lady is. <laughs> At the funeral! Oh, At the goddamn funeral! Mother of God! Oh, he's the best president! I swear to God! <laughs> It's just he hasn't he really been the best that. president. Like, oh yeah, he uh he did the uh was it, he was there for like three hours just like sitting next to the fucking podium. He just gets up to give his uh his grand eulogy. Everyone's cheering and he's just like, I've been here for three hours. He told me it'd be it'd be half that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, good thing to do. I got important people to talk to. Oh, How know, am I the last person to hear about this, and I'm the only one that actually fucking lives in America? Oh, well, it's just we follow a lot of weirdo, uh, weirdo accounts that give us this information. Now, by the way, watching <laughs> that, I understand why John McCain was like, "Do not let this motherfucker come to my funeral." Oh now yeah, can I you imagine it. what he would have said? Oh fuck, that would have been that would have been amazing. 
I mean, you know, just the thing, the thing that he said about, you know, he likes people that didn't get captured is already, like, probably my favorite thing that Trump's ever said. (laughs) Oh, man. This man got his fingernails pulled off in the Hanoi Hilton just to come back and hear a guy be like, yeah, well, I know some guys who didn't get captured, and they're pretty fucking cool. I know some guys who got beat with bamboo, and they didn't cry like little bitches, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's hard to dab on Trump because he's, like, he managed to fucking, like, dodge the draft. Which is like you can understand why, because he's like a shit heel millionaire. But at the same time, like yeah, he's he fucking like he's the one who gets to fucking uh, piss in this war hero's grave. He's <laughs> yeah, you know Ronald Reagan's up in heaven crying his eyes out. It's great. You know <laughs> no, draft think, dodging in this wrong. country used to be like a death sentence. You know, like when you dodge the draft, like you would never be considered for politics ever. You know, even you know, I mean, people like John Kerry. John Kerry was a fucking war hero. And they still, you know, he was soft on the, shaft on the Taliban, you I, know? I, and it's incredible. I, I, like, we've gone from that. Republicans have been ready to hang draft dodgers from their fucking toes and slit them out at the throat, let them bleed out by gravity, to now their they're, they're king is a draft dodger. It's great. I, I think the, 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 the fact we're getting close to 50 years of Vietnam and realizing how pointless that whole war was, that's kind of like, well, I mean, look, I mean, if you're going to draft a Dodge, that probably was the one to do it. I mean, right. this one was just, we were going to go fight rice farmers, and then 25 years later, we're still there, and they're kicking our ass, man. Yeah. It does oh, help yeah. that fucking Trump's favorite movie is Apocalypse Now. That's probably my favorite Trump bit when he went to the uh, Wait, Vietnam veteran rally. And oh, he's fuck. like, uh, Apocalypse Now, great movie. And uh, that really passed <laughs> off. The, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that, that one movie where that one colonel goes insane and builds a fucking cult compound. You guys should have done that. Yeah, that he's was, like, man, why didn't you guys try that? Why didn't you, why didn't you like, have severed heads on pikes and shit? Like, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of severed heads, you know? I feel like uh, that, that'd be that'd be Trump on the on the battlefield. We need to put severed yeah. heads on Trump Tower. We've got to... Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, that's fun. Oh. It, it would be funny if, like, his grand comeback is he just becomes Colonel Kurtz. Like, he's running <laughs> like, shaves, shaves his head. head and me, but, yeah. Shaves his head. He's head the head war would be too powerful. Just brooding in the fucking dark. <laughs> just... Yeah, Don, fucking Don Jr. becomes, like, Eric Hopper. Just, uh, you don't know about <laughs> Got, oh, Mark, no. got Martin, got old ass Martin Sheen in a goddamn face. <laughs> <Old ass Martin. laughs> the, the skeleton digs up Dennis Hopper's skeleton and just has him sitting there next to him, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but speaking of uh, Martin Sheen, the uh, movie we're here to talk about is uh, as a classic of the of the genre. If you want to introduce it. All right, so uh, today we're here to dis- we're we're going to Boston, where we're going to discuss Martin Scorsese's *The Departed*, and along with it's that, pronounced *The Departed*. Departed actually. Yes, <laughs> we're also going to discuss um, the film that it's actually based on, because a lot of people, some people don't remember, this is actually a remake of a film called *Infernal Affairs*, a Hong Kong film, great movie by the way, um, and. I'm probably the only one here who's seen it because I know Jordan said we before we were taping you watched it at three in the morning, which is not the great time to be watching a movie where you got to read subtitles. 
it does help that it's like half the runtime of the departed and it's like near enough the same movie but uh, yeah i don't recommend watching like any hong kong movie when you're like half drunk at two in the morning yeah, no especially <laughs> like there's the thing with hong kong movies they're, they're like i've watched like if you watch like i don't know hard boiled and you're like an hour in you're like damn this movie's almost over because like we've already killed half the city and you realize there's still an hour left you're like how many more fucking people are gonna die jesus christ oh yeah <laughs> And, um, bless you but anyway um so this is uh this is quite an interesting movie for us to be covering because it's not really in our in our purview of, of political sphere but it is such a it, is such it a kind weird. of is because kind uh of. The, the reason i brought snell on is because you have that fucking amazing nicholson monologue but he's talking about uh jfk you know yeah. oh that, yes Dro- drops the N-bomb, Happy Black History Month, <laughs> by the way. No, I love that. That, that. You know, that's the best opening monologue of any movie ever. Uh, it has nothing to do with the plot. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's a whole movie. Just- like, it's not about race relations, you know? It's just, yeah. it's just like, you know what? I, you know what I always fucking hated about black people? They're fucking lazy. And it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, right on, Jack. Uh, that, that whole opening is just fucking hot because it's like we got we got we got archive footage of riots we got rolling stones playing it's like right it just start this movie starts flaming fucking hot and it pretty much keeps going until the very end which is one of the things that i loved about this movie when i when i rewatched it was there is this movie has a fuck like this is one of my favorite kind of crime movies where everyone in it is just angry everyone in this movie <laughs> is fucking pissed off Unable to yeah. control their emotions. Via Formiga is the only one who's like not completely insane in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the whole uh... movie is just. Are you a fucking cop? Are you a fucking cop? <laughs> my, my my favorite my favorite character my, straight up my MVP. I'm getting ahead of myself, but the MVP of this movie is the goddamn uh, convenience store clerk. Mm. You, keep calling, you keep calling me Babu. It's Sid, motherfucker. You keep telling me I'm your friend. You don't even know my fucking name. I, I do like how uh, DiCaprio's way into the Irish mob is uh, being up to what gangsters. That is. Uh, that, that is. Yeah, good. that's that, that's the thing though. That's the thing I love about this is that like, yeah, the Irish and the Italians fucking hate each other, and it's like it's bad blood for for generations. <laughs> sort of. You know, uh, the Irish, the Irish and the Italians occasionally love each other, and then you get uh, a motherfucker like me. But... Yeah, you got that one dude who says either he drops WAP or Mick, and everything goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like that scene, it's like that scene from The Irishman where they're in prison, and he just says "you people," and then everything just falls the fuck apart. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all it takes is one asshole. Um, <laughs> God damn though, this this movie's fucking wild though. Like, because uh, Jordan, you watched it last night, and um, you had a you had a pretty ballsy statement. You said this is your favorite Scorsese film. Yeah. Wait, uh, what? This is my favorite Scorsese film. I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for that, but uh, I'm going to why it's yeah. It's like everyone loves Goodfellas, everyone loves Taxi Driver, but there's there's no scene in that where uh, Jack Nicholson is, like, throwing cocaine in the air while he's, uh, <laughs> like, high off his fucking mind. Okay, yeah. that's a fair point. That is that's true. By the way, this, this performance from Nicholson is one of the he most... He fucking rules in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> that scene where he says, we have a rat, and he fucking does that thing with his teeth <laughs> is so... <laughs> I imagine... Excuse me, I had a hit there. I imagine um, 
Martin just gave up trying to direct him. I imagine him. Like, <laughs> I can't. He's just sitting in his chair, like I can't tame this wild beast. I can't do it. Fuck it. Let him. <laughs> let him do his thing. Because Nicholson is one of those actors who's like he's a, he. This is at the point in his career where he is like he gets twenty million dollars per movie, saying he doesn't really have to try that hard. Well, he's Jack Nicholson, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, up until that point, Nicholson's run was pretty immaculate. He did like a, a bunch of weird comedies in the nineties. Have you ever seen um, "As Good as It Gets" with yes, I uh, have. Nicholson? That's, a... That's got one of my favorite lines in it. It's um, he plays like a homophobic writer, and he's in a cafe like chatting some like fucking twenty-year-old waitress up, and uh, Greg Kinnear comes in, who's gay, and Nicholson's like, uh, "Carol, the waitress, meet Simon the fag." <laughs> Just my, 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 favorite, my favorite line from that movie is uh, he's talking to a fan of his work it's like how do you write women so well and he's like well first I take a man and then I take away all reason and accountability Building. <laughs> oh it's such a that movie's a fucking that movie's really well written as, as some, that movie is uh, that movie's probably quote problematic for some people but it is fucking hilarious man some of the dialogue in that movie is just fantastic <laughs> As opposed to the party, which is not at all problematic. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man, like this is this movie's <clears throat> this movie's just like this movie has like one of the things I love about my favorite mode Scorsese's always in is when he's really high energy, and a lot of his gangster films have this. Goodfellas has this, and Casino, and a bit of Wolf of Wall Street, where it really does feel like it, the whole movie's just running full sprint to the finish line. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the pacing is it, it, I mean it's fantastic. Keeps you keeps your butthole puckered the entire oh, the yeah. entire movie. Oh yeah, cuz you know every like 15 minutes someone's going to going to get beaten half to death or shot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Ray, fucking Ray Wins is going to come along with his uh, with his dodgy ass accent and uh, force someone away. <laughs> I'm not like, casting in this. So that's one of the reasons I think we really wanted to cover this is the very wide breadth of quality of accents in this movie. Mm. Oh is, yeah. It is rough. Like, cause you got some that are pretty good, like fucking Wahlberg aces his and, but then you have Martin Sheen and fucking Ray Winston just really struggling. Microprocessors. <laughs> Microprocessors. <laughs> Is, uh, that is, I love that that is a weird subplot in this like this undercover mob movie that it's all about like dealings with computers. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a callback to the the Hong Kong movie, but it has yeah, I don't to because I think I it's just a very weird plot line for a gangster movie. Yeah, again, it is it is quite funny that like one of the, this is the this is actually in a lot of ways I think about it, like this is the best kind of movie to remake because it's the kind of story that you could really transport to any time and place you want. Like, like they're really mm. like the streets. Like their story works just as well in the streets of Hong Kong as it does Boston. Like it really is. Like mm. that's my favorite kind of remake. Oh, yeah. When we're like, it's it's just like simple enough to to really just plop it somewhere else and it works. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a universal story. Rats are everywhere. Yeah, rats are everywhere. Um, you you will it, being an undercover cop is a literal living hell of an existence. <laughs> I love I love DiCaprio's <laughs> character in this movie because you can just feel like he, he can't do this anymore. Like he, he, oh no, I mean he unravels very quickly. Oh, you know? I mean you when you're like God knows how long he's been doing this for. Like he's probably been undercover right. for three multiple years. You know he's had to not talk to his family. He's had to cut all his ties. That'll fuck you up, man. That'll. Really... He also went to prison for four years. Yes, he did. Four years in prison. Cause... Yeah, just because Martin Sheen told him to. 
for some reason. Yep. Well, 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 Mark, well, actually, it's more Mark Wahlberg probably did that. But... Uh, Marky Mark. Oh, man. He, he's... Yeah, the, uh, speaking of uh, guys who should be in prison, Marky Mark. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. for some what, a, what a weird yeah. career he has had. Between... Like I fully believe you would have stopped 9/11. All right. Like I, I don't think he was lying about that. <laughs> I love that interview so much because the just the hubris of that is so. Like... I mean, I know Seth MacFarlane was almost on that plane, so maybe he would have stopped it too. Oh man. Oh yeah, man, Seth would... MacFarlane. I wish he was on that fucking plane. He would have charmed the hijackers with his uh, numerous uh, numerous accents. God, it's is... pop culture witticisms and you know bland <laughs> political you know fucking dialogue or uh, commentary. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm Can't... sure a, a good Gene Kelly song and dance will uh, deter these uh, Muslims on a on a mission. <laughs> to Literally, yeah. Literally, people who are told like you need to die for this cause, like it is like fuck. Well, you know, funnily enough, only like three of the hijackers knew that it was a suicide mission. You know, oh, wow. they thought it was oh, going to wow. be That's a hijacking. I didn't yeah, no, I, I watched the thing with, the, like, an Al-Qaeda, uh, like, one of the inside guys in Al-Qaeda, and he was like, yeah, well, you know, really only, like, probably three guys that were actually on, like, uh, like it was, like, the one guy on each plane, so four guys, knew that they were going to die, and the rest of them just thought they were going to hijack a Could plane. Could you imagine like they the always last, do. The, oh, the last That is a family guy, but that is, that is <laughs> a family guy, but. Oh my God, that's that's. Well, I mean, to be fair, with it's it's with any radical terrorist organization or extremist group, a lot of these people are just tissue paper to be discarded oh, yeah. and thrown away. Like that, that doesn't shock me at all that these these people were conned into killing themselves. Oh, the Saudis oh, yeah. are the Saudis are famous for like discarding their own constantly. Holy that's shit! I mean, like... Black September, fucking um, so many of those. Mm. Just rest in peace to the martyrs of Black September. You know, yeah. inshallah. <laughs> yes, and then and then Spielberg will make that movie about how he, they killed everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have to do Munich. We have to. That movie is fucking insane. That movie's it's the only time Spielberg ever directed a sex scene. It's one of the most disturbing mm. things. Like, I've, I, it's disturbing. It really is. I, you know, I can't say I, I would want to see Steven Steven Spielberg direct a sex scene. No, you get to you see know, it in it's... Munich, and it's deeply upsetting. It's he doesn't do it that who's often, it, who's it between? you can tell why. It's uh, Eric Banner and his wife. He's like having flashbacks to the Munich uh, attack. It's very, very weird. Yeah, like it's when they went to the airport and then they just killed all the hostages and blew up the choppers. And as he's, oh, yeah. as he's, as he's climaxing, the helicopter explodes, which is... Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> that is... That's a... You know what? I mean, I've, I've said this having having seen a bit of the Fablemans. I'm like, maybe Spielberg you should should have gone to therapy a couple of years ago because uh, the man's got, some, <laughs> man's got some issues. Yeah, geez, man, Francis, maybe you is. see a guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Spielberg's interesting because he's known for like all this whimsical shit, but deep down he is like a really cynical, dark director, like fucking uh, Minority Report. I watched oh, yeah. that again recently, and it's like some of the shit in that is just, oh uh, man. He made fucking Schindler's List the same year he made Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, seriously. Epic like, crossover. That's... Well, you know, some say that, you know, Jurassic Park was inspired by Schindler's List, you know. <laughs> by some, I mean me. <laughs> no, you know what? No, no, no. I'm not letting this. No, I'm not letting this thread hang over my head. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I want to know. Well, you know. Well, you know, the Jews were responsible for the dinosaurs. You know, that, I mean, that's common knowledge. Everybody knows that. 
Okay. Yeah, is, did, did, did they not teach you that? Lawyers, yeah. Yes, but I'm not going to touch this one. I'm going to just. Nope. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on. I, I would say uh, Munich is more of a sequel to uh, Schindler's List, but uh, yeah. there's in a way it's it's about vengeance. I mean, it's basically a, f- uh. a fucked up revenge movie. Like it's... Yeah, the Schindler's List two. Uh, did you like Schindler's that? List two? Schindler's, Schindler's like, uh... pissed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that was funny. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what? Liam Neeson's probably desperate oh, God, enough. For that was you know good, what? Man. Liam Neeson's probably hard enough for, up for cash. We could probably get that green lit. <laughs> All we gotta do is sit down for like a week, write a script, and then maybe we could make this happen. I, I do actually have a script already for that, which uh, we could probably talk about when we uh, do our Schindler's List oh, episode. Oh, hell yeah, I gotta read that. <laughs> but back on to uh, The Departed, yeah, it's, uh, I, uh, I hadn't seen this for a while, and I keep forgetting, like, there's only two songs in this. Like, he keeps repeating fucking Give Me Shelter for some reason. That's been like, an obsession like... for, his, for, for him for years. Like, he loves mm-hmm. the Rolling Stones, Scorsese. Like, he almost he uses them excessively in almost all his movies. You know, I never yeah, noticed that. He really does, doesn't he? No, he does. Yeah. You know what? To be fair, Give Me Shelter is a fucking amazing song, so I have no problem yeah. with him using it multiple times. Yeah, that and uh, Ship Him Out to Boston, which is like the irish national anthem at this point yes it is i stand for it every time i hear it yep. like i really love the, the they act like the like the the animosity between the irish and italian still is like a, a th- what, what was that movie made like oh seven something like that oh six it was oh six oh six yeah no that that's not at all like i i mean you know they they set it up in the beginning for for you know like the you know the whole you know race relations thing you know and that's really where it's at you know like, especially on the East Coast, you know, like, the Irish and Italians don't really hate each other anymore. They just hate black people. But uh, one, of the, one of the things I love about this movie, too, is, like, it is how most cops are worse than the criminals they try to catch. That's, oh, yeah. They're no oh, different. yeah. No, no. Whatever your opinion of Jack Nicholson in this movie is, Matt Damon walks circles around him on who's the bigger mm-hmm. fucking scumbag in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it, it's... I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta love, like, the, you know, the whole thread that they weave in there about, you know, uh, Matt Dan- Like, it's implied that he's, like, impotent, you know, throughout yes. the whole thing. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I, like, I just love that, you know, that, it, you know, like, it, it, it's kind of an indictment on on the rat, you know what I mean? The, Billy, you know, he's fucking, he's a stud, you know what I mean? He's the one to put the seed in, uh, uh, I can't remember the name, the psychiatrist, you know what I mean? He's the, he's the stud, the cock of the walk. You know what I mean, uh, and and you know he's not the rat, or he is kind of a rat. No, he's, he's a, no, he's a total yeah. fucking. Uh, he, he's a snitch. He's he's a rat. Yeah. A snitch or a rat are different, but the def, he is. A, oh yeah. Oh, he's a piece of like when he when he does what he does at the end of this movie. I'm like, oh fuck this guy, fuck this dude. Yeah. And then and then Mark uh, Marky Mark comes in and one of the most satisfying endings to a movie I've ever yes. seen. I was cheering, and I would never cheer for Marky Mark under any other circumstances. I can think of a few. Like, what if he stopped nine uh, eleven? I would cheer for him then. <laughs> I know, right? When, yeah, when, yeah. when he shows no, up, satisfying. when he probably you know, because it pans up. It's, it's those like, I, mean, I was it's thinking the surgical about, booties. I was thinking about this on the drive home from work. It is very possible he will be in the Passion of the Christ sequel. Oh, oh my God! Yes, because he is friends with Mel Gibson. This well, is well, a. This is I a haven't seen that fucking Thanos two movie, but I know it's like it's fucking like it's one of those just dumb fucking uh, Christ fag movies. That's like yeah, what if uh, Marky Mark uh, 
stop seeing slurs and picked up a bible wouldn't that be funny i know what, what, what <laughs> the hell with actual personal growth i'm just gonna make a movie about how i'm pretending to grow there um, you go every time i saw a trailer for that i just believed it was a massive psyop i'm like this isn't a real movie i'm <laughs> this shit there's cia money connected to this there, there might hey, mel gibson's involved it. don't don't put it past him man the dude is the dude no, uh, probably yep, has killed people yep. fucking uh gibson's vatican too so uh yeah it's uh, you know, you know what's going on there. No, Gibson's Gladio. Yeah, he is at this point. You may as well. My favorite story know. about him is uh, he he took the Passion of the Christ to the Vatican and he showed it to John Paul II like six months before he killed over. I can't even imagine his reaction <laughs> watching that movie. Well, that killed him. It might have actually killed him. Like seriously, he was like six months into the grave before he he watches this movie, and I I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine yes. his reaction to that thing. Well, they should, made from, uh, they should have made him. It's that scene from Godfather Three where uh, the Pope dies and uh, he dies off screen, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, the uh, the Pope's uh, the Pope's dead." What do we do? And it was just Mel Gibson showing him fucking uh, Jim Caviezel getting tortured. So, uh, <laughs> then is this what we're doing now? Is this uh, is this what our church has become? This this torture porn shit. Uh, <laughs> oh man, but uh, but you know, one of the things I love too is um, you say him being intimate, I impotent, which is something that I love. There's that amazing speech that um, Alec Baldwin gives about being married. And oh like, yeah, he's like, if the uh, if you got a ring on your finger, that means you probably got money and your cock still works. <laughs> some very good uh some very good homophobic slurs in this as oh, well oh man this movie my favorite was ray winston's like what are you drinking cranberry juice what is it your period <laughs> that, shit is, that shit is uh very overt like he doesn't even fucking like god damn it like that whole scene in the bar he's like i'll cut your fuck that's what i mean everyone in this movie is just angry 24 7 no one in this movie can just calm down like maybe everyone should reason. go everyone should go see via formiga in this movie and fucking talk their problems out <laughs> like seriously yeah. like every like I, my favorite um, outburst of this movie is when alec baldwin they fuck oh, up fuck the surveillance yes. cameras oh my god oh yeah. man and he fucking like can i talk to you for a second and then he just proceeds to beat the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> oh, that is Alex Baldwin in real life. Oh, yeah, like, I know. Baldwin is, like, a notorious angry man, like, behind the cameras. Like, one oh, of my yeah. favorite uh, Baldwin um, tapes is, like, he's calling his daughter, like, a... Oh, everybody loves that. Something. Yeah. You're, you're a, uh, he calls her a pig at one point. It's it's quite a... It's quite a, it's quite a breakdown. It's But, uh, no, he, he'll kill you. If uh, if you don't perform, look what happened on the set of his last movie. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. My heart goes out to the family, but oh man, the the, the jokes. You think he was doing the? Uh, on that one. You think he was doing the shadow voice when he did that? The oh, he had to have been. He had to have been like God. <laughs> knowing he's probably never working again because he's got that lawsuit coming now. Um, yeah, he's he's going to court for this. So he's probably gonna lose it too. So. Uh, yeah, well, I've got a second and the uh, Gulag next to Weinstein. Just, I guess, uh, I guess we'll, just... have get, we'll, we'll have to get Stephen Baldwin for all future uh, Alec Baldwin roles, or who, whichever one is. Yeah, the Shadow one. Two starring Stephen Baldwin. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, there's like, there's like a whole like clan of Baldwins. Like I can't, I, I can't even stress. There's like five of them, and they're all actors, and they're all varying degrees of shit. Yeah, they're like a Hydra, you know. Yeah, and half of them are MAGA guys, which is very far. When you're when you're from an angry family, I guess Trump's rhetoric really does appeal to you. Well, game recognizes game, man. Like it's funny that oh, Alec yeah. Baldwin 
like the token lib and he's like the most angriest out of all of them he's like actually killed somebody yeah, think, you know what? I think I think it's a, a an inner cry. He wants to unleash his true right wing self, and he can't. That's what I think it is. That's his the, the Trump impersonations on That's SNL are the closest he can get. Oh, those are so fucking bad. Those are terrible. Oh, they are terrible. Like Trump is super easy to do, but also very easy to fuck up. Oh, no, this is the problem with trying to impersonate Trump. You'll never be as funny as the real thing. That yep. fucking funeral is funnier than like. You, this is why there'll yeah. never be a good Trump uh, movie or Trump show because you can't it, you can't make this shit's already writing itself. You can't make yeah. it any better. Or, or that oh, yeah. movie called uh, "The Scientist of Pedal and Shift Social." <laughs> I love that. I love that because, as you said, game recognizes game. It well, it, it, like... The sheer genius of it is is you knowing that you're a pedophile. You knowing <laughs> that everyone knows you're a pedophile except the people that already are gonna vote for you. So there's no harm in also exposing that the other guy is a pedo. Oh, you know, perfect. like, it, no, it's yeah. a beautiful chess move. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I regret not covering this on our solo episode, but, like, DeSantis is a well-known, like, he used to be a teacher before getting into politics, and he was, like, to, like, go after a year for, like, hanging around with a bunch of drunk teenagers at parties. Like, what are you doing, man? What are you, uh, what's, uh, <laughs> what's the game here? I love that. Like, I mean, I mean, like, as I've said, I've never seen someone who's so obsessed with how other people feel about their bodies who wasn't also interested in that themselves. Like, this is right. all, all the, it's like all those gay pastors who can't, who all ended up being closeted. Yeah, like, who was that? That one guy from Jesus Camp, they found him in like a truck stop bathroom with an eight ball of method of male prostitute. Nice. <laughs> Money well spent. Yep. Hey, fuck it. I mean, if, if, if you're happy, why not? A mate ball of meth and a truck stop prostitute. I mean, that sounds floats, fucking amazing. Whatever floats as, the boat, man. As the, uh, <laughs> the token gay podcast, we do endorse that lifestyle. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would like to go on the record as full heartedly endorsing the use of methamphetamine and male prostitutes. <laughs> in that order. Oh man! Well, I definitely condone the use of meth over the use of prostitutes. You know, I feel like it's yeah. more ethical. I mean, yes. You know, when you buy meth, you're feeding a truck park family. So some kids get exactly. tonight. So hey, so I support small business. All right. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're ethical <laughs> and what what Drano products they use. Hey, that that meth was grown here. Make sure that America. shit is a make sure all those ingredients are American made. Damn it! That's right. They're all American made. Uh, you know, Dark Brandon. You know, he's. Uh, you know, I, I, I. You know, I heard he's extending the like the supply chain requirements. You know, to be made in America for federal stuff <laughs> and the mess that they that they pump into you know trailer communities. You know, they're they're requiring that all the meth they you know they pump into poor white communities are made in America. So shout out to Joe Biden. You know? <laughs> it's yeah, a victory. He's, uh, he's causing for, uh, for, for the little guy. Yeah, he's causing uh, meth copyright loopholes by uh, importing it to America. It's great stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, the Chinese compete. Exactly. He's going to end the, ch- the supply of cheap Chinese inferior meth. Right? <laughs> Only red-blooded, 100% American meth is going to be smoked in America. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be Trump's next move. Like, uh, we need to start <laughs> uh, a bigger front fence of the Chinese. They're, uh, they're eating our lunch at the fentanyl counter. Yeah. <laughs> if their people are gonna die in this country, they're gonna die off shit we make. Damn it! That's right. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, we do yeah. all our killing in house. That's but right. Back to the uh, the departed. There's some uh, great drug scenes, and that's just 
Oh, man. Oh, yeah. The scene where fucking uh, DiCaprio is like, uh, I think it's DiCaprio, he's like, um, somebody's like checking the fucking, uh, the like purity of the coke at the end before fucking uh, the shit goes down. Oh, yeah, no, that, that whole, that whole like ending where, where the shootout happens and that's where Jack Nicholson dies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that whole scene is the escalation of that. Just everything goes to hell. Everyone fucking dies. It's just, it's like a peck and paw movie. Just blood yes. everywhere. It's awesome. Nicholson has just got a shirt on that just says Irish on it. Just, yes. Oh, no. Brilliant. I, I love it. It just says Irish. I firmly believe that was not a, a costume designer choice. He just showed up to set where he And he did, they just said, fuck. Because Scorsese, by the, in my world, has given up trying to direct him at this point. He's like, this guy is not listening to me. <laughs> I, I just, I really do picture him, like, because knowing Nicholson is such a fucking, like, just do his own thing kind of guy. I just picture Martin just begging on his hands and he's, please, please listen to me, man. Just listen to me. Man. Like, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also like to think that they just turned Alec Baldwin loose. Like a lot of those, uh, oh, yeah. a lot of those freakouts. I'm like, that's really him underneath that. Like a couple of times in this movie, like uh, Mark Wahlberg has a couple where I'm like, he starts dropping like, like again, so many fucking gay slurs in this. I'm like, that's not <laughs> acting. He's really he he's looking at, like this is like, dude, this is like before DiCaprio like really bulked up and became a man. He's still in this twink phase at this point. Right. So he may think DiCaprio was gay. So he's just <laughs> dropping that shit on him, thinking that's gonna fucking. Because I cause... like those were not in the script. He just threw yeah. him in there. You oh know? man, there's. I feel. I know Scorsese is actually pretty okay with actors improving, so it is possible. So uh, one of my favorite Marky Mark moments is uh, he's on uh, inside the actor's studio, and James Lupton's asking him like, "Oh, what's your favorite curse word?" And Marky Mark has like the biggest shit eating grin on his face, and he says, "Oh, in what language?" Oh, like, oh, that's this guy knows how to say faggot in like every single language. I believe. It. Well, is it is it is it that or is it the n word? Like it could be either or. I mean, he is. You have to understand. Like if you know anything about his past, like remember when he was a rapper? Remember yes. the, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Is and, by the way, apparently, if you call him that, he will attack you. So uh, if anyone yeah, meets Mark Wahlberg in person, please do that for me. Cool. I want a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hey, Marky Mark, what's up, man? God damn it. My favorite, my, 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 by the way, also, I love the fact that, um, like, he's such a fucked up dude because, like, the one film he regrets doing is Boogie Nights. What? Yeah, yeah, like, you'll do Daddy's Home too, but Boogie Nights is too much for you, you fucking asshole. Seriously. I, I do play my uh, Thomas Anderson for uh, inflicting the world with Marky Mark. He's the fucking. Uh... I, I, I will say this: everyone involved with it's funny as hell how Boogie Nights is like. Like Burt Reynolds was like, "This is sick filth." He like just shit on the movie before it came out, and then he got the Oscar nom, and his tune changed fucking completely after that. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. But at the same time, he he fucked up an opportunity for himself. That, he yeah, could've, he, he could have had a second win in his career. He fucked that up. Yeah, instead he's like stuck doing fucking Universal Soldier TV. He's dead now, so I don't think he's doing those anymore. But he's he's been dead. I know he was um originally going to be in fucking uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but uh, yeah. Who did he play? Was he going to play the Kurt Russell character? No, he was going to play um fucking Bruce Stern's character, like the old pervert that lives in the. uh, the (laughs) Okay, that would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been spectacular. Oh fuck! Oh my god! What a missed opportunity! Damn it! Yeah. 
I'm so pissed fucking uh, Parasite won a uh, best Oscar over that. That's a fucking tragedy. Uh, you know, I love Parasite, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, Parasite was good, but uh, I mean, over best uh, Once a Time in Hollywood, you said? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me, uh, by the way, I've always wondered if uh, Tex Watson has actually seen that movie. Because he's still alive. <laughs> in, no, I want him to see it. He's still alive in prison. There's still time for them to show him it before he dies. So. <laughs> Man. Like, that's my dream. I want to know what all the surviving members of the Manson family think of their portrayals in this film. I really want... Because I, I just think it's... Because that's what I love about that movie is that Tarantino took all the power away from the Manson family, just made them bumbling idiots. <laughs> really, like, that is... I mean, you know, it's really not too far from the truth. It's not like no, they were yeah, insanely smart, psychotic, no, you know, fucking... Like, they, they were seen as, like, scary and evil, and here he just portrays a bunch of fucking drug addicts fucking around. Well, you know. Fucking an old dude, like... It's like what he did with the Nazis in Inglorious Bastards. It's like he just... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. fucking idiots. Like, that's how you do it. Like, he just completely defangs Hitler by fucking blowing him away at the end. Oh, man. I remember... as that was a, I was a teenager when I saw that in high school. I snuck in because I wasn't allowed to see it. I had an 18A <laughs> certificate. And for like two hours and a half, I'm like, this is boring. They're not speaking English. And then that ending happens. I'm like, this is the greatest fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> just... Because I'm a kid, I don't know shit about Terry T. I'm like, there's a lot of talking, and then, like, I was here to watch Nazis blow up, and holy fuck, they kill everybody. Yeah, I mean, they shredded his fucking face they with shoot, a machine they gun. They shoot like, innocent people just trying to flee. They, like, I they, mean, it's pretty gangster. It's fucking insane. Like, it really is, like, just, oh, God, one of the best endings to a movie ever. If, if we ever do a Tarantino movie, it's either going to be that or fucking uh, Once Upon a Time. Those are like his two best movies. No oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Django's pretty fun, too. That's another DiCaprio. Oh, yes. but, oh yeah. Can I, can I say this? One thing I love about Django, DiCaprio's performance in that movie is one of the most unhinged, fucked up things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, seriously. Wait, like, like, when you call Jamie Foxx and Kerry Washington the N-word to their faces in front of Samuel L. Jackson. You're on a whole other level of acting. Oh my goodness. But Samuel L. Jackson's one of those guys that's like, like, say it. Fucking say it. Yeah. Say it. You, you know? can even see like, in that scene where he did cut his hand and Samuel's like, yeah. holy fuck, this guy's just going off. Holy shit. <laughs> like, he's just, he's yeah. in awe of what he's witnessing. Like, oh, man. <laughs> that's why I love about DiCaprio. Like, he is so committed to the bits. He'll just, like... He will lead into that to the to the point where it's like the fact he didn't win an Oscar for that is just insane to me. I, I think I think the fact oh, that it, it was such a like I don't know if like, yeah no it is like it is such a repulsive character and like again the way he defangs Tarantino just defangs those character those those kinds of roles it's like Christoph Waltz starts speaking French it's like don't speak French in front of the master he doesn't know how to speak French like. Just completely yeah, yeah, yeah. uncult. He has all his money. He's completely uncultured. Ah, no, it's fucking great, man. He doesn't even know yeah. that. He doesn't even know that the writer of the Three Musketeers is a black man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's one like of my a, favorite. He's like a, yeah. a self-described Europhile when he just like doesn't know fucking like any French whatsoever. Just yeah. perfect character. Uh, God oh, damn. Man. That's, that's what I love about Tarantino is like people dab on him for like, oh, he doesn't make original movies. Every movie is like a, it's like a, a pastiche, like fucking Kill Bill, but like it's those little things, those little character moments that like, that like really fucking like elevates uh, 
like a Tarantino movie from like any other movie. From no, yeah, no, he actually, he oh, actually absolutely. Knows, like he knows, like they don't understand, like the the genius of his of his writing isn't just the fact that all the dialogue is really quippy. It's the fact that there's actual layers to it. You actually learn about these people through. That's why Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is so interesting because it doesn't have a lot of that um that Tarantino snark to it. It's pretty straight laced for a yeah. lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a first Scorsese movie now that I think about it. Like, we haven't fucking, like, we've been doing this for like a year now and we haven't talked about Martin Scorsese. There's so many fucking filmmakers that we should do that we just won't because, like, that's the thing. The the thing about film is, and Scorsese's a hard one to pin down because even though he's known for gangster films, his library of films is so vast and varied. Oh, yeah. He's done family films. He's done musicals. He's done every... He's done horror films. Cape Fear is a straight-up fucking horror film. Like, Oh, yeah. That movie fucking rules. Oh, that, I love movie's that scary movie scary as so shit, man. I, I see he is so, like... Because people make fun of him just doing gangster films. That's very small. Although his gangster films are really what he's best at. Because, like... Yeah, there is best for sure. Oh yeah, no, like Casino is a three-hour movie, and it is just entertaining as hell from beginning to end. There's not a dull moment in that thing. Not a minute of it's extra, you know. No, not a minute. no. I mean, I mean, it's it's also the great example of like, don't wife up a hoe. That's basically what that movie is. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what it's about. Because he yeah. wives up a woman. We don't just don't love these hoes, man. She destroys his life. Like, don't yeah, love that these hoes. That seems to be like a recurring thread in a Scorsese movie. It's like uh, Vera Farmiga is uh, fucking around with DiCaprio while he's, uh, he's bagging Damon. Like, uh, the whole triangle is very interesting. Oh, yeah, no. Because, like, he's I... pregnant, but you don't know who by. Yeah, that, uh, that's why that that whole scene at the end with the funeral is so like, i mean that that fact that never gets resolved is like ooh, no. that's dark <laughs> that's fucking dark oh yeah yeah i know um like uh the studio wanted to do a second one because like there's three infernal affairs movies and the yeah. second one is like a it's a pre so the second sequel. one's a pre no the second one's a prequel oh uh, yeah it's a prequel the third yeah film yeah. is just insane pickle sequel yeah the third film is a straight up psychological horror film where it's I can't even really describe it without sounding like I'm making shit up. Like it really is like, <laughs> like it is that kind of movie. It's like how the f- which I mean like look they probably had plans for six movies so they said we're gonna do all three mm-hmm. last films in this movie. It's amazing. Yeah. But it is quite funny because uh, apparently after this they were going to remake a South Korean film called The Chaser. I don't know if you guys have ever even heard of that movie. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> Whenever I hear Chaser... Uh, yeah, no, it's some, a bad uh, title. Stuff, it's yeah. a very bad title for what it is, but it is, like, it's the ultimate all-cops-are-bastards movie. Because, like, at uh, one point, our ser- like it's, it's about a serial killer who kills prostitutes, and they let him out of jail, out of technicality. And he's in a he's in a convenience store murdering two women, and just two cops are just next door, just sleeping in their car as he's murdering uh, these women. It's, it's a, such a fucking dark depressing movie about like yeah the, the police will not because the hero of that movie is a pimp he's going around trying to actually find this guy and the cops are just not doing anything asian cinema is interesting because they don't have the uh the cop fetish that america does mm. like uh like 9-11 was the real fucking renaissance for that you've got uh you get like law and order or fucking all those csi shows like immediately after fucking 9-11 for some weird reason I, I think it was just the whole like there is a bit of shades of that like this is actually one of the few like post 9-11 movies that i just like yeah cops suck all cops yeah. are kind like uh, seriously i really do believe that 
uh, uh, Nicholson's character is nowhere near as evil as like half the police officers no, in no. this movie. They no. are all he wants to do is sell microprocessors and drugs, and these cops are like the glorious yeah. Chinese. Yeah, I feel like uh, by two thousand six, like the shine was running, uh, was just like rubbing off in the uh, Bush administration. Yeah. Like the Iraq War was fucking five years in, like. Yeah. People are really starting to get disillusioned with yeah, that. Yeah, a lot so. of presidents have that moment where you just get disillusioned. Liberals had that with Obama near the end as well. Like, and Clinton, that's a whole mm. other ball game right there. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, man! Like that. You want to talk about when when Wag the dog comes out and then he just does that in real life? It's like, man, that's my <laughs> ultimate. That's one of our ultimate. Like, we must do that movie, Wag the dog. That movie is so. The fact that movie has aged as well as it has is Congrats. actually sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually depressing. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched that fucking uh, Ryan Murphy uh, Bill Clinton show with um. Oh Jesus! Own. It's like twelve parts for some fucking reason. Like it's this twelve part series about him fucking lying about the blow job, and it's like I, I, it's, I, it's such a fucking weird thing to go down for. Like, like Nixon went down for Watergate. Just like giant conspiracy, and old Bill will go to them for fucking like coming in some bitch's dress. I'm, I'm just gonna say this right now as soon as you said Ryan Murphy and Bill Clinton, I just checked out. My brain just said, Fuck <laughs> this, I don't want to hear about this. But uh, you know, Trump's that's another reason why Trump's great. He, he fucking tried to coup a government, that's how you get impeached for. That's how you fucking <laughs> yeah, do you're it. Gonna go down. You don't steal yeah. documents from a hotel or bang a secretary, that's what you fucking do. Well, you know, it, it, I, I mean, it's telling that in typical. American, I, I, American fashion, you know, uh, like I don't know. That was just the worst. It, you know, John Oliver had that thing, uh, stupid Watergate. You know, and I, I mean, it's just, it's just like that. It's characteristic of the American like way of doing things, which is just to kind of fumble into it with your dick first, not think because uh, I mean, it was the least well thought out coup. It's ever it wasn't happened. It was even a ever. coup. It was a goddamn no. street party that just so happened to. It's like when you go to a street party and then someone punches a cop. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, and then the riot police was. are there. Yeah. Like, like, call, like yeah. I've said this on this show, call guys from South Korea or Turkey. People who actually know yes. how to do this shit. Like, <laughs> how many there were no tanks. There were no fucking no tanks. No tanks, no, no rogue military men. Gunning down, yeah, no guns. officers. Like that's that that that's number one. You yeah. got to get a couple of colonels on board. Yeah, like a it would have been funny if Mike Pence did die during that though. Like, oh, that would have fucking... I'll say this: it would have been <laughs> the, the aftermath would have been very different. One of my favorite things about that was people were like, never during the summer did they do any of this. I'm like, yeah, they didn't, because it's the fucking capital building of the country. Who cares if people loot a CVS? Yeah, like... You guys are trying to break into the halls of justice. Yeah, to stop it, to stop an election. I mean, no less. Yeah, that's definitely. They made us kind of look like kind of look like weaklings. We never tried to stop an election. Oh, then don't worry. Brazil uh, definitely took some of that slack off you recently. <laughs> yeah, that yeah was, that was we've pathetic. got fucking. Uh... We've got Jan Six at home, Jan Six at home, just the one pass fucking. Uh... I I love how like like fucking nineteen seventeen <laughs> was was over a hundred years ago now when it's like we're just living in the fucking like shadow of that like. Coups just don't the happen. Yep. Well, I mean, like I said, next time plan a coup, get call someone from Turkey or South Korea, one of the two, yeah. <laughs> preferably South yeah. Korea, because those. I don't know if you know much about their their political history, but they are uh, they're pretty fucked up. They know how to do a military dictatorship. Oh man, that sure. pre the president was sentenced to death. He had set. He then was sentenced to life. Had his sentence commuted, and then tried to write a book where he smeared his victims. 
That's how you become a dickhead dictator right there. Deny, deny, deny. No, no, no. All you right. don't deny. You admit you did it. Then you try to tell the people that are victims of your crimes, oh, you're just a little bitch. Okay, yeah, it's fine. I did it, but they deserved it. Yeah, that's pretty much that's... what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what the, uh, like, yeah. Uh, like, he didn't kill anybody, like, yeah. and if he did, they deserved it. No, he killed a lot of people. <laughs> that's basically what the, uh, like, yeah. Uh... That's basically what the Indonesian government did, like after their yes. coup, where they killed a million people. With the like, yeah, we killed uh, like a million communists. But you know, like, then, uh, like, then, what are you going to do about it? Watch actors. They decimated the largest non-ruling communist party in the fucking world. They blocked up rivers, yep. blocked up rivers, and then anybody that talks about it at like post like sixty-five, like post like sixty-six, it only took them about a year. They had, fucking, you know, they, they had government-sanctioned hit teams. <laughs> Seriously, go watch Active Killing, man. It's fucking hell. Yeah, it's, uh, that is like the most black pill movie I've ever seen. Oh, man, you know, especially when that one guy realizes what he's actually done and starts to have second thoughts. And that guy's arc in that movie is so compelling. Going back to the uh, Trump thing, I'm picturing Trump like, having his uh, chain to petrol grad moment. He's just on like uh, he's on some arm track to Marlboro, ripping the fucking red barrel. I, I want it. I, I want it to end like Scarface. He's in at Mar-a-Lago. He just does a shitload of cocaine and then just pulls out <laughs> and then 60 and just fucking starts shooting. Like, that's how I want it to end. Uh, okay, Snell, you have guns. Would, Snell, I have guns. Would, uh, I have the best guns. Yeah, Snell, what would uh, Trump's version of uh, Land, Peace, and Bread be? Oh god. We need, uh, um, we need uh, Freedom McDonald's and, uh, and uh, <laughs> Freedom <this>. Burger. <laughs> Red- <Liberty>. oh. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. You know what? To be fair, you know, if he does run for president, if he actually wins the presidency again, I, I hope he does that. I really do. Cause this is basically the only oh, wait, 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 Jordan, Jordan, you, you gotta say, uh, they can take our borders, but they can never take our freedom in, like, the Braveheart kind of thing, do it. They can take I'm, the McRib, but the, they uh... can't take our freedom. <laughs> they can take all the McRib. <laughs> you know what? First act as president, McRib's on permanently. That's what he should do. Yeah! Uh, that, that, get the that, Give the people the, what uh... they want, damn it. That is the thousand year fucking uh, Trump race right there. Just the, uh... It's, it's just like the stars and stripes of the fucking McRib in the corner. <laughs> oh, you know I think apparently his favorite sandwich at McDonald's is the fucking filet fish. Oh, that's awful. Oh, God, because it's one thing to eat fake beef. Eating fake fish, that's even worse. That is, yeah. Jesus. Jesus Christ. That, that, that's very on point for Trump, though. Like, uh, his diet is just dog shit in general, like, burnt steak and ketchup. I'm, I'm fucking, amazed. Uh, like, diet I, Coke. It's like when you read Nat King Cole smoke, like, three packs of smokes a day. You're like, yeah, this shit, <laughs> should, this shit should not last long. But apparently he's still kicking, so... Yeah, he's like fucking Majin Bird. He just like absorbs that shit. Yeah, if he, if, I'll say this. If he did start smoking, he would have been dead at 50 with this diet. Yeah, he doesn't drink. He, he like doesn't touch alcohol, which is fucking like... That's bizarre. Oh, man. But I mean, it's not bizarre when you think about like the fact that it, it was common knowledge that he did like incredible amounts of cocaine yeah, uh, in the 80s. Yeah, I think... You know, and then he actually fucked up his nose so bad that he does Adderall now. That's like, you know, it's kind of like un, like common knowledge. It's unspoken. He does like a fuck ton of Adderall, fuck. which makes so much sense. Oh, you know, you, you hear in speeches, he's sniffing all the time. Like, yeah, that's someone <laughs> who's 
Either he's definitely either snorting pills or he's snorting coke. One of the two. Yeah, I mean, look, look, as someone who's done both, I, I, I've put more drugs in my nose than most people have seen in their life. All right, that is the sniff of a cokehead. I am a cokehead. I can smell it. I believe. All right, like I, I, I can see it. Game recognizes game. Could you imagine being the president's drug dealer, having to go get fucking oh, yeah. bottles of Adderall for the president? Yeah, but, That's an yeah, awesome. like fucking, uh, yeah, like fucking downfall where uh, Hitler's doctor is uh, is funneling fucking uh, like methamphetamine <laughs> pills to him. That's, yeah, probably, that's like, yeah, not a very glamorous his, position. His I think that's what we need to bring back: is world leaders doing meth. You know? Oh yeah, no, no, we need fucking more... fucking uh, JFK was the last one to do that. He was like zooted constantly. Really? Oh, yeah, you yeah, think, he was, uh, You think he was... God. Oh, come on, man. I mean, obviously. Why do you think he got killed? <laughs> That's I mean, right. He, look, he, it he could be the FBI or the deep state. Maybe he just didn't pay off a drug deal. He just <laughs> undersold yeah. it. Yeah, Motherfucker had enough of this shit. Boom. That's the real reason why uh, Daddy Open was passed out and he refused to... Uh... <laughs> he refused to pay his deal. Oh, I am telling you, I will pay you. Eventually. <laughs> I'm sorry, I blew all the drug money to bang Marilyn Monroe. I apologize. <laughs> now she won't stop singing happy birthday in front of my family, and it's incredibly awkward. <laughs> <laughs> that has got to be one of the most awkward things ever. That whole, she's clearly on something. She's like, happy birthday, Mr. And I just, he's like, my family's here. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Bitch, my family's yeah, here. Get the fuck off. He's, he's, he's fucking whispering, uh, we need her dead and, uh, oh, probably. Ear. Man, we've, we've got to do fucking Nixon at some point. We, that has been weird. a bucket list item forever and we, we have to. There's just no... Because we've been alluding to it for, for almost a year that we're going to do Nixon. <laughs> Nixon was the last great president. He was, he was. You know what? I mean, those uh, David Frost interviews are amazing where he's like, I say if the president does it, it's not illegal. And he's like, what the fuck did you just no. say to me? <laughs> Damn, like, that's a, that's a mic drop right there. Like, fuck. I mean, it just yeah, goes no, to show, he really didn't think he was doing anything illegal. Like, like I mean, like he really, he really like believed when, in it. That's the same mic drop when OJ did that interview that never aired where he's like, I grabbed the knife and then I blacked out. And I woke up and... I said, OJ, what have you done? <laughs> That's pretty much a confession right there. He pretty much just admitted to yeah. it. Nope, OJ Anderson, yeah. fuck you. He didn't yeah, another Yeah, uh, another Ryan Murphy series there, the uh, OJ killing. <laughs> also starring okay, Alec okay, Baldwin. Up, even if you didn't do that, why would you commit armed robbery and kidnapping? I would just lay low the rest of my fucking life. If I'm a black man in America, I got double off double murder of two white people. I'm the luckiest <laughs> man in America. <laughs> yeah, he's, on, he's on Twitter now, so... Oh, man, yeah. I love his account. They won't verify him still, which is... Uh, I know, which is so petty. Well, so I mean, stupid. He, it's clearly... So what? He killed people. He's, also, he's fucking OJ. Verify his ass. 2,000 yeah. yards and 14 games, damn it. Yeah, it's Naked yeah, exactly. Gun That's to, what I'm saying. He's the like, juice. Oh, the Naked Gun movies, you know? Fucking give me yeah. a sec, man. I love the third one came out the same year he got a, he murdering his wife. And Hell yeah. Getting in the, <laughs> the same year he, he would go to, he would pretty much burn every bridge he ever made in his life. Oh, fuck yeah. Except, uh, with, except with Black America, you know? That's that's one thing that, it's it's really fun to probe out to see if, you know, people think after all this time that OJ is innocent. And, you know, it, like, it, I, it's still, like, a thing that people... You know, like I, I was talking to you know, I was talking to a guy the other day and um, he mentioned something about OJ and I said, oh, yeah, no, he for sure didn't do it. And he was like, 
Bro, I've been saying, of course he did. I was like, bro, he totally did that shit. I was totally just capping. Well, <laughs> he mean, for like, sure did it. Go read If I Did It. It's one of the most, like, <laughs> fun, like, there are lines in that book. My favorite is when he's like, she got candles burning inside. Probably a nice bottle of red wine. You think I'm fucking stupid, bitch? I'm like, oh, you sound, you sound very mad about this. Like, this is when he's stalking her. She's dating Ron Goldman. And, um. Almost too candid. Like if I'm if I'm the editor, I'm like cut all of this, rewrite this from. Well, you know, funny, funnily enough, the people who ended up editing that were bum bum bum. The yeah, Golden that is family. true. That is so, true. Hell yeah! You can thank uh, Mr. Kardashian for uh, helping get him yeah. off. Never forget yeah, everyone that's... that the Kardashian uh, dynasty is built on the graves of Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson. Mm-hmm. You know what? And God, God, you know what? God bless that family. You know because that that I mean that is just. It's it, like I said. It's just quintessentially American. Yeah, um, you know, I love Con- it. Kanye love West it. will build a hologram of Robert Kardashian. <laughs> Still one of my favorite. Fucking, just what the fuck moments in recent memory? Like, like I forgot he did. That. Yeah, he did that, and it's that's, it's weird as fuck. That was like the last thing he did before they got divorced as well. That's probably. Uh, I can only he imagine. Done, dude, he brought he back my dead father in a hologram. John, why didn't he do Johnny Cochran? That's obviously the much more interesting. <laughs> By the way, both of them died of cancer after that trial. I don't know if karma's real, but that's a damn good reason to believe it does. He should have got the fucking, uh, like, a 50-foot OJ hologram and be like, Hey, uh, uh, Courtney, remember me? Yes. Remember, uh... Remember the fact that I totally am not your illegitimate dad and your family's uh, doing everything in their power that, to suppress that information? That, that's one of my favorite conspiracies, that he's, like, fucking uh, Khloe Kardashian. It's the one uh, I... That's one of the conspiracies I just believe wholeheartedly without any evidence. I'm like, well, pro- this family is so <laughs> fucked up that it's, like, it's probably real. We have completely lost the track here. This is... Oh, uh... fuck yeah. <laughs> I, will, uh, I will do what I can to uh, salvage this. Don't worry. Nah, this is, this is fucking gold, man. Oh, wait, I forgot. I, I had to get one off about The Departed before we get more off topic. I'm in, I'm in a remake. You know, I'm going to be in a remake of The of the Departed. It's called The Retarded. It's about every guy in Boston. We've resorted to stealing Family Guy jokes. That yep. is fucking like... Is, that, is that a Family Guy there's no way. Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg in The Retarded, and they're just hitting each other with uh, foam bats. <laughs> God damn it. That's that's I, you know, I I I, sh- I shot on Seth MacFarlane earlier and he came up with a joke that I you know that I inevitably God da- it's goddamn Ma- it's those goddamn Massachusetts, man. New, New England is still bitter about not being Boston. Uh, <laughs> like, seriously, like it's that damn Massachusetts rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing uh, the end of the departed, but it's uh, Sam Bankman Fried and Brady. Like, Bankman Fried's talking to Sam Brady, waiting for him with the, uh, with the oh, silence. I fucking. That, God, that ending is so good. Like, it is like. Because you lose all hope after DiCaprio gets capped, and then fucking. That's what, right. I, love, that's what I love about uh, Wahlberg's character in this. Yes, he treats uh, uh, DiCaprio like shit, but he, at the end of the day, he truly cared about him. Because he would go to the oh, yeah. to do this shit. Like I'm. Well, I mean, didn't he threaten? He was the one that threatened to erase his file. He was just like, "Fuck you! We'll just erase your file and arrest you for all the crimes that you just did." Yeah, yeah he has, you know, he has but... like a proper piece of shit until like that final scene where uh, I think he's doing that more for Martin Sheen. Like that scene. Where yeah, it's probably going off the building. Yeah. Yeah. No, that whole scene is so the way that shot and edited is so insane. Because it's not like right. the, it's just like, falling Martin Sheen. Just falling Martin Sheen. It's like something out of a fucking like art film. It's amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. No, yeah, it's fucking that's awesome. That's what I love about this movie, man. 
and it's uh, I love the Irishman. I love fucking uh, like yeah, King of Comedy. But it's like it's those scenes, man. Those little scenes that just uh, like yeah, elevate really this do. so and much. I think I think this movie's also his most like. I know this is. Probably, it's his most tame film by far, probably. I, w- like, I don't know if it is. I think because there's some shit in in this movie that's not tame at all. I mean, they're fucking. And, and, in terms of like uh, like artistic, yeah, it's not like Raging Bull where it's yeah, like all no, black yeah. and white and pure V shots. It's not like, like this cas- is, uh... yeah, Casino where Robert Richardson's just still on his uh, Oliver Stone kick and is just. <laughs> the fuck that. That's amazing because like like he did Casino. Robert Richardson did Casino like right after like jfk and is still like in that oh, mode, yeah. in that coke fueled <laughs> oliver stone mode so that movie is shot that movie is amazing oh, shot. that movie on 4k is amazing trust me everyone i apologize but we're just we're here to have fun so don't that's worry. right yeah we'll, we'll have a more structured episode next time but we're we're just we're just in fuck it mode today <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're coming to this podcast for like uh, informed, nuanced discussion, then you're uh, you're onto shit. There, I I'm know, sorry. right? <laughs> look, 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 I, That's uh, definitely not why I'm here. Fuck yeah! You see no. my name in any episode, don't expect nuanced discussion. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, anyone else have any things to say about the film? Uh, uh, you keep pronouncing it wrong again. I, I would like it to be pronounced correctly. Um, the departed. The departed. All right, it's not the departed. You, you you fucking Canadian departed. Yes. Learn to speak American. All right. <laughs> okay. My favorite piece of Boston uh, though is to uh, how easy to do the Boston accent is just say to say car keys. Say, no, say khakis. 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 Yeah, that's khakis my favorite. Khakis. Which one? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly the khakis. Like fuck. <laughs> God, damn it. <laughs> You think that's how a bald one got into a prep for this because his accent's amazing enough. Oh man, it's just spectacular. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, jo- join us next time where I don't know what we're doing. We'll figure that out when we get there. So, sayonara, motherfuckers.